0: Thank <music> you. Day. this is Live Till 5, and I'm your host, Sebastian basildua I'm filling in right now for Jared Baldwin, who's usually here with you on the Live Till 5 program, but he is not here on island. He is off somewhere in the distance, far away. L- literally far away. I don't know. I think he's, like, in a plane somewhere right now. At this exact moment, on Friday, October the 13th, Yes, Friday the 13th. Um, I think he's probably going through Japan, maybe, and um, so he'll, he'll, he'll probably not hear this at all, but I'm here. I'm here to help, and I hope I'm not a stranger to you. I've, I've been on the show almost a year now, um, just aiding in the quizzes, and I've actually done this before. This is my second time doing this, so... Second time, I'm a pro now. Uh, First time was on Dreams. I don't know if you remember that one, but uh, that was a lot of fun. Getting lots of stories from lots of people about weird dreams they had. So I hope you're excited now for the topic we have today, which I'm not going to reveal it just yet, but I hope you're excited this is an exciting show, very exciting show, and it happens every day, or not every day, sorry, um, I miscommunicated there, I hope, uh, there's a subtle hint about our topic, but uh, it happens every Friday, every Friday, not every day, and I'm excited to share with you my new topic, which is Miss. Miscommunication. Yes. Miscommunication. No. Is it miscommunication? No, I think it's actually communication, not not miscommunication. Communication.
1: Sounds like you miscommunicated our
0: topic for the day. Nah, man. I'm just full of miscommunication. That's not good. Not good. Um, I think it has to do with the rainy weather outside. Um, I'm going to blame the rainy weather. Uh right now it 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 well I don't know. It was it rainy when you were coming it, it's in? It's just raining a little bit was I as I came across to be ready for the show. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this this weather like I don't know if it if it's raining, like it gives me a headache, but I kind of started getting a headache earlier and it was starting to pour earlier. So I mean I don't know. You think uh, those two things are related? Uh miscommunication or no, maybe no. my delivery? Your no, your headache and the rain. Oh.
1: Yeah, acted like those those two things were. Connected. Oh well, some
0: people like when the lower pressure starts occurring in the area, you oh. know, from the, they start getting headaches. Oh, um, I know I a see. couple of people like that. I'm not alone in thinking this. I know it. No, okay, ah. gotcha. <laughs> but yes, uh, we have. This is live till five. Uh, I'm just going to repeat that because that's the name of this show, and uh, I want to communicate that clearly. That this is live till five. I think this is episode 235. Did you know that? Really? I believe this is episode 235. A two thir- episode 235. You know what? I actually wanted to make sure I got the right number for this. and It was 234 last week, I believe. Okay. Because when I listened to the broadcast last week, you happened to say at the beginning, I don't remember which one exactly <laughs> this is. And I was like, well, great.
1: <laughs> no, I think I think what... And then Lawrence, later on in the show, Lawrence told me it was 233 last week and this week is 234. And then this should be if if my counting is correct this should be two thirty five two
0: thirty five that is a special number because I'm doing this life till five episode and yes. it's episode two thirty five in and of itself that's special that is why it is special but i have I have tried to you know keep consistent with the theme of with life till five and doing certain aspects of the show so you know some idioms and some stranger than fiction. Um, you know, the buck stops here. I have a, I have a couple of those up my sleeve, you know, um, and they're very interesting, and I, I can't wait to share them with you. Um, so, w- starting this off, yeah, I, I kind of went around and I looked for people, and I was like, you know what, my topic today is going to be miscommunication. I mean, it's going to be communication. I keep, I keep messing it up. Because going to school, I graduated as a cross-cultural communication major. Right. Well, with that, and with a minor in digital media communication, so I should be a pro at communicating things.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: in theory. In theory. Right. But you know, sometimes you need trials to grow, and right, um, you need to be tested. And I think right now I'm being tested of my communication skills. Right. As far as the radio goes.
1: Or your miscommunication skills, whichever that comes first. I guess that's true, too. Yes. Could possibly
0: be. I'm sorry. Even people who are pros at communication miscommunicate. Yeah. That's, that's what I keep telling myself. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm pro, but I just, you know, sometimes miscommunicating, that just happens. So, um... I keep saying miscommunicating because that was the first thing that I first segment I really wanted to get into. That could be a funny segment. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, funny segment because you know what? How many times have you just had a hilarious moment because you, there was just miscommunication about something. Sometimes it's not like, you know, uh, funny at the time, but you know, you look back on it. It's like, Oh, that is pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know what, Chris? You told me you had one story that, that, that you had about a miscommunication Do you yes. shared. Yeah.
1: Well, this is, and it's not necessarily a verbal miscommunication. By the way, my communication is a little bit stifled today because I've been losing my voice yes. off and on all week. So yes. if I start to lose it through the show, I apologize. But it's a, sometimes miscommunication can happen without either party knowing that communication is even occurring at the time. Yes. So. It's a little example from missionaries. Now, if you've ever been around missionaries or you've spent any time hearing the stories of missionaries, people who spend time cross-culturally ministering to others, uh, you know that there are many stories of going into a different culture and having to eat something that you wouldn't normally eat. Mm -hmm. So my friend Dave in Alaska uh, came as a missionary uh we we all worked in a mission agency together and my friend dave um went out to a friend of ours um this was in alaska and we were ministering to people who live out on the rivers who live independently this particular couple does a lot of trapping so there are there are wolves and there are beaver and there are, um uh, different uh lynx and and different animals that they trap through the year they're one of the only families still living in remote alaska um earning the majority of their income trapping. And then they also, in the summertime, uh, catch fish and count fish for fish and wildlife. Anyway, I said that because this is a remote area on one of the rivers in Alaska, the Kantishna River. And he went out to visit these folks and was trying to minister to them, their believers, and uh, was trying to minister to them. And he had heard all these stories growing up You know, he was all psyched up to be a missionary. Young guy, just had a new, you know, wife and just a young family. And uh, he's all psyched up to be a missionary. And all his growing up years, he'd heard great communication about how food is sometimes an obstacle for a missionary to overcome. Meaning you're introduced to, like when I went to Peru, they eat guinea pig in Peru. And you have to overcome your reflex action to Guinea pig, which is to, I don't want this. Right. So you have to, you have to eat that. I never had the chance to eat it, but, but that wasn't because I tried to avoid it. It was just cause we didn't have it. But anyway, it's something you have to overcome. So he had heard all these stories. So he sees Fran, our friend out on the river mixing up in a big vat, like a big um, iron pot over the fire and they have an outdoor kitchen Um, the summer areas in Alaska are very similar to the islands where they have their kitchen outside. And so all summer long, they have their kitchen outside and over the fire. She has this huge pot and she's throwing things in it that don't quite look like they're very good. There's a lot of fat involved. There's even some bones on occasion that go in there. There's fish parts, fish heads even that wind up in this stew And she has a large, uh, what what do you call it? A ladle? Like a ladle, yes. Yeah. A large ladle. And she begins to stir this brew, whatever this is. And so Dave said, he started to psych himself up. He said, I'm a missionary now. I have to overcome these sorts of things. This doesn't smell very good. This doesn't look very good. I'm not sure that I want this, but I'm a missionary now. I can do this. I can eat this. And he said he got himself totally. (laughs) Fran went over and he saw that she was ready to scoop some out because she scooped up a big scoop of this goulash, whatever it was. (laughs) And he said he was ready. He said this. If this is my bowl, I'm ready to eat it. And she, she scooped it into, at that moment, a dog dish.
2: Woo!
0: What a
1: relief. They have sled dogs. On the Kantishna River. I don't know. They have 18, uh, 12 or 18 dogs out there. And uh, that was the, uh, the, the stew with all the fat and the fish bones and the fish heads and everything was for the dogs. And he breathed a sigh of relief. But at that moment, he, there was a miscommunication happening. Yes. And Fran didn't know she was communicating anything. And he didn't know that he was misunderstanding anything. And yet, there was a miscommunication so words don't even have to be involved; you yes. can still become
0: confused. You know that reminds me. I, I, I often think of the people who come to Guam who aren't native English speakers. Right, and uh, they will come and they will come into restaurants and they'll see, you know, what's uh, what there is to eat, and I, you find out how important pictures are when they when they look at the menu oh, because yeah. uh, they might not know English. So I, I experienced this when I experienced this when I went to China. Uh, I I they didn't really have the English menu where I was right. and but they had pictures and I remember one time seeing these like it looked like these yellow ruffled fries you know yeah and I was like oh yeah that's one thing I can eat I, I, I'm i not saying I wouldn't eat the other stuff but like I was like oh I'm familiar with this I'll take that I know it's safe but the one of the students I was with was like no 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 no, you don't want that um, and <laughs> they're like pointing is it like it, 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 it's bugs they're bugs <laughs> and i was like oh it's like just a big dish of these yellow bugs what yeah and i thought they were fries so i don't know it might have been a surprise fry did you surprise. learn what those were
1: did you learn that you haven't learned what those what the
0: what they're called no because it was all in chinese and yeah. i didn't know what oh, wow. i mean i guess you could just google i'd love know, to know what those are bugs that look like french fries yeah the fry surprise Oh, I'm glad he saved your bacon on that Saved my bacon yes yeah, so and to speak <laughs> yeah i I remember often eating um they had a, bu- a bunch of snickers and coca cola there so of course hey, that was my diet for a little if you bit don't yeah if you don't have anything else
1: at least you got snickers and coca
0: cola i tried i tried branching out and eating other things so but you know what um I have tons of i have tons of funny stories that I could share, but we're gonna move on right now to a break with Harvest Highlands. Highlights Correct Not Harvest Time No That's later That's 6.05 later. tonight Something that Chris worked very hard on today Don't That's miss true. it That's true But when we come back more fun stories about miscommunication I'm your host Sebastian Basildua Thank you for joining me Looking forward to seeing you soon. See
2: There's a the dark and the troubled side of life. There's a bright and a sunny side. Meet with the darkness and this on the on
0: the welcome back to Live till 5, 5. I'm your host Sebastian Vassaldua. and you can listen live to this actually uh, if you if you want if you want to listen live to this you can go straight to khmg.org. and you know what you do there you go to that website and then you go to click the Listen tab. It's very easy. Very easy. I do it often. Um, if you want to listen to this show, um, well, you'd like right now, you'd have to do the listen thing. But if you wanted to listen to past shows, you could go to khmg.org slash LTF. Now, did you know? LTF. That stands for Life Till Five. I know. It's a shocker. Um, you can also find us on TuneIn SoundCloud. Uh, we we do this through iTunes and Google Play. So, this is episode... I wrote it down. It's not episode I wrote it down, but I I wrote down the episode. The episode is episode 235. And you know what? If you want to listen to this another time on the radio... If you're here in Guam, you can listen noon to two on Saturday, or you can listen to it seven to nine on Sunday. Now, when I say noon to two, that's, you know, noon to 2 p.m. on Saturday, and then seven to nine a.m. I, th- I believe it's a.m. I'll get back to you on that. But seven to nine on Sunday. Well... The story today is miscommunication. And I have a couple stories. I'm just kind of splicing them in here and there. And I wanted to share a quick one about another another missionary story I I found or I've heard in the past. And that is I knew I heard of these missionaries that went to Africa and they brought food with them, uh, like they had brought some food items with them, and I guess where they were, a lot of the food items they had, um, in cans, they had the picture of the, the the product that they were that were they were eating. So, you know, the can would have like a banana on it, or peaches. I don't know if it had bananas, but peaches, you know, pears. It'd have a picture of of those things. Well. I think all the people started, you know, freaking out because they saw, um, they saw like a Gerber, a Gerber bottle, you know, like, you know, uh, babies eat these, eat out of these bottles. It has the baby on. It has the baby on the bottle. Yes. And so they were kind of freaking out because they thought they were eating babies. And that's an example of miscommunication. Yes. Um, it wasn't yeah. – they weren't eating babies. It was just the logo. But baby food. It, it, yes. it was baby food. It was not food um, yes. made of babies. That's <laughs> like when
1: you go – if you go over to like Panda Express, I always joke with my kids. Uh, yeah, I'd go to Panda Express, but I don't really like panda meat.
2: <laughs>
0: Stuff
1: like that. That's and good. You know, yeah. I Actually, I mean you, you want to know
0: – <laughs> I like how he uh, mockingly laughed it
1: and then said, that's good. Well,
0: I, I, that is good. That oh. is, or is it well? it's No, it's good. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? That reminds me of like when I heard of like Buffalo Wild Wings or, yeah. you know, I always assumed I was eating buffalo because <laughs> I didn't know any better because um, it's called Buffalo Wild Wings and right. I have a picture of a buffalo with wings. Yeah. I, I was like, man, we're, we're eating buffalo, you know. But I didn't know that it was just like chicken. That was, yeah, yeah. But they call buffalo wings. Which, why
3: do they call it that? I, you, you got me. Unique. Yeah, I guess they so. make some great commercials, though.
0: Unique New York. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was for the longest time. I did believe that. So I mean, I, that's how I, I, I thought of that. Like until. Uh, about a week ago or like no 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 maybe maybe a couple of years ago oh, I, I finally okay. realized well, a couple years yesterday ago. so maybe a, <laughs> yeah. so maybe yesterday like a, afternoon i, I think yeah. as well as in college that i finally understood There's i finally a understood buffalo. a lot of so
3: in reality college. for for 20 years roughly you you thought buffaloes had wings and no no them.
0: no 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 i i didn't believe that i well
3: you just didn't know what they were maybe no
0: i didn't believe that i don't think But I I just didn't know what I was in front of the uh,
3: (laughs) the audience here. That's
0: yes, and I'm joined by Lawrence Nagengest as well. If you didn't know whose voice that was, pretty sure you knew whose voice that was. I'm also joined by Chris Harper, and I'm sure you know his voice. Yeah, Yeah, or what's left of it. What's left of it. What's left of it. That's good. That's real good. But um. (laughs) Yeah, our, our do you know our topic today, Lawrence, is miscommunication. Oh no, it's communication. I keep doing that, Man, it's I'm just gonna have to. I'm just gonna have to call well, it you, communication, whatever you <laughs>
3: say, and then correct it. You're, you're still uh, proving how important communication is. It
0: is. Yes, I I just keep saying that. I should keep a tally of how many times I I mess that up, because it's been like five times now. So <laughs>
3: I'm sure no one is on the on the uh, the listening audience giving you giving you a break. <laughs> yeah. Well. Hey, I didn't prepare a quiz today
0: because there's only two of you. and
3: Chris would win.
2: <laughs> he uh, he has
3: a pretty good record here. I don't know if if uh, there's been a whole lot of quizzes he hasn't been in, at least in the last question, or one. Uh, me and Jared are basically just just the other contenders. that
1: If it's about random, useless information, contem-
3: but Jared, Jared runs away with yeah, it. Yeah, Jared claims to be that, <laughs> that king of that niche. Uh, anything real life, I guess you run away with that, and I'm just left with maybe a chance at sports. Well, if it's
1: historical or sporting. Yeah, I, yeah, those are the well, two. Uh,
3: <laughs> I have a sporting chance. Yeah. Those are the two that I am, uh, I guess, would be feel comfortable answering questions. You
0: about. have to remember, though, I go to his office and I ask him, hey, what's our topic today? And he'll tell me something, and then I will Google based off of that yeah. to find questions. And you know what? He's probably doing the exact same thing to find stuff to talk about. Yeah. So... That
3: may be why. That could be. It's It's, all collusion. I'll
0: tell you
1: what, it's also, he's also already fascinated by that topic. He does love it. Which means (laughs) he is. The topic of random. Yes, and he he loves that sort of thing. So he's got some insight already, just because.
3: Jared, if you're listening, I just want you to know the two weeks you've been gone. We have had a decent three-minute conversation about who you are as a person, yes. both weeks. So yes. Yes. you you should you should feel missed, and uh, we we'll look forward to having him back next week. But yeah. Um, but
0: yeah, we, I, I actually commented on this at the very beginning when I was by myself here. Uh, you know, I think he's on a plane right now.
3: I think so. He gets in tomorrow night, I believe. So yeah. he's probably on his way somewhere. Uh, I know he was at a conference, another conference just yesterday. Oh, it's tomorrow um, night he gets in. Yeah, okay, that, gotcha. I, I yeah. thought it was Saturday. I thought oh. it was Friday night, okay, but gosh, then I heard recently Saturday. it was
0: Saturday night. So did I.
1: I so thought it was Friday night.
3: Yeah, he'll be back with us anyways I think, next I week. I guess
0: there was just some miscommunication about that mm. subject.
3: Yeah, I asked his wife. I figured she'd be the uh, most plausible she would know. source she would so, know. of knowledge. That's, that's
0: good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, we are able to do some of this day in history if you want Lawrence. Okay. If if you want to do it? I want. You want to. You want you yes. got to want it though. I can't you I
3: can't know, be forcing you, know, you. People people need he will need to hear.
1: And with Pastor Jared yes. gone, we don't have to do all the positive ones. Yeah, I can I can throw out the the Do a heavy
3: version of I'm both, ready. I guess. Yeah. Famine, ready. pestilence. Um, yeah. let you have the whole yeah. the whole 9 yards. Right.
0: I'm ready for the negatives. Yeah
3: yeah the today <laughs> today um, is not this day in history, I guess this day in history on Guam uh, was a lot of uh, sporting events going on, and it's the end of the NLDS, and that was kind of the talk of some of our Chicago fans uh, that work on staff here, and um, they won just uh, just in case you were still curious. Cubs won. The Cubs won. I yeah. believe it was nine to nine to seven is the final score. actually, I'll look that up now that I'm here saying it uh we do nine eight to. nine eight so it was a wow. real close game a lot close of a lot of runs 17 runs in a in the best of five series there between them the nationals and uh so the cubs are still in but cleveland is not so a repeat of last year's world series is not in the mix so just in case you're mm-hmm. curious the houston astros and new york yankees are playing and the cubs and the la dodgers are playing so those are the four f- teams left in that's just for any of you who had, hadn't checked ESPN at some point today. Playing,
1: that's something the U.S. men's national soccer team won't oh, be doing boy. for a while.
3: I, I, <laughs> if we start there, I'll never get to this yeah, day no. in history. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's brutal. That's yeah, a, yeah. there, there yeah. is there is things in common between, uh, let's see, the Cleveland Indians and uh, every other baseball team that lost or never made it to the playoffs and the U.S. men's national team. Yeah. Uh, they, they're just not going to be playing for a while. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, so. I don't even want to talk about it except um,
1: it's just, it was just such a big event for the week.
3: Yes, it was. For the
1: previous week. It here, was, and there
3: was an immense was just, amount of buildup. Uh, I mean, yeah. a couple months, and uh, here it comes down to uh, a lot less of a intriguing World Cup. I still like soccer. I'll still watch it, Yeah, but not with the same... Uh, enthusiasm that I would have had the United States back. I, I will do what I always do, which the
1: second team I always root for is England, only because I have like family history from England and and Ireland hmm. and Scotland. But Scotland won't be in it. No, nope. Northern or uh, Republic of Ireland could be in. I think they're in the playoff. Yeah. So going for
3: Mexico. I um, you going for <laughs> what? I, I, I cheer no, that's for. That's what I'd never root for. I guess <laughs> I guess I would I would say the same thing. I, I cheer for Germany if if it's not right between them and, and the exactly. U.S.
0: Well, okay, yeah. so you guys so. can root for your roots, but uh, I can't. No, root you can't. But we can root
1: against it.
3: You can, but I'm, I'm not, not going to root for Mexico. against you guys.
0: Come on.
1: I, well, Come on. you would if
3: Mexico and Germany are playing. I would assume
1: Mexico is the rival of the United States. They are.
3: Direct rival.
1: Yeah, uh, I wonder
3: why. And and maybe now Trinidad and Tobago are the other. I yeah. guess you know that's if that, Guam,
1: if Guam was in it,
3: they're having a serious. If been. Guam, do we know? I don't even know if Mexico's in, in the World Cup. They're in. they're, they're in. They're they're in. in okay. Okay. uh CONCACAF. It's Mexico. There's four Panama, teams.
1: Um, Hon- no Honduras. Costa is in the Rica playoff versus Australia. Oh yeah, Costa yeah. Rica and uh, well, then the
3: playoff team. Yeah. The team that comes yeah, out of the Honduras. Playoff. Yeah.
1: Honduras, if they yeah. can beat... Honduras
3: and Panama, right? Australia. Yes. Okay.
1: Honduras and Panama.
3: Wow. Yep. So anyways, that that's, anyway. that's a whole lot of World Cup soccer there. That's next summer, 2018, in Russia. And uh, so everything's kind of come down here. Argentina slipped in. Um, you have a couple other teams that basically just barely made it, and that would have been the story of the U.S. men's national team had they tied... Um, Trinidad and Tobago had they won, it'd have been a little bit more comfortable entering in, but uh, alas, a two to one loss, and they're 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 home for a while. Well, anyways,
2: yes. that's good. Sorry what what a rabbit trail that that, that was
3: a full grown you know, rabbit. Do you know what a rabbit trail is? Well, yeah, one that just has no direction and, and leads off in the middle of nowhere. It actually
0: comes back eventually. I, oh. I learned this from Pastor Henson because he explained to me what a rabbit trail actually was. And it, like the rabbits like will circle around, I guess. Oh, I, it eventually just, gets uh,
3: back on track. I guess. Is that right? I, maybe. Yeah. And that's what we're about to do, sometimes that's more abruptly right. right? than others. No. Yeah. Not a really good segue <laughs> <laughs> because my first bit of information today is in 54 AD, Nero succeeds Claudius as Roman emperor. And uh, in church recently, actually, pastors talked about Claudius and uh, Caligula. And um, Claudius is known as the emperor... Uh, in the drapes uh, because he was so scared that when the Praetorian Guard came and killed Caligula, his nephew, uh, he was hiding in the drapes and the Praetorian Guard found him and thought it'd be a great idea. Let's just make this guy, He's, he seems controllable and he ended up being one of the greatest emperors wow. uh, Rome had actually in his 14-year reign. Who, whoever thought greatness would
1: come to a guy hiding in the drapes Yeah, exactly. trouble.
3: exactly, but I guess he, he was a listener. When you compare him to Caligula and then of course Nero who's going to follow him, he was a pretty good breath of fresh air for a few years for the people. When you people. think leader, you
1: don't think hiding in the drapes when the no, trouble comes. No, you don't. You <laughs> yeah.
3: usually don't, which is why the Praetorian Guard found it. Um, they were
1: insightful, weren't
3: they? They, they, were. Weren't they were. They <laughs> were. They knew what they were looking for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, moving on here, we have uh, 1902. So we're jumping way, way closer to wow. present day. U.S. President Theodore Roosevelt threatens to start using Army troops to work coal mines struck since 12 of May. This brings the owners to agree to abide by a commission of arbitration. So I think it was basically a coal miners' strike, and the, and the president said, hey, I'll just put the troops in there and they can yeah. uh, um, get the coal, mine yeah. for coal. Yeah. And uh, so they agreed um, on an agreement. So the 12th of May, uh, we're in no, or October now, so the mines had been closed basically five months or so. And so he said, enough of that, and uh, we'll get the troops in there. And I don't think they had to. He ended up... Um, Getting an agreement with them to work. So, anyways, moving on here. A um, couple things. 1960, opponents of Fidel Castro um, are, are done away with. I don't know why they would put that on this day of history. That seems like something that actually happened often in Cuba. Yeah. But uh, today was it was a big day for that, um, apparently. Is this This
1: is 1960. So that was 1960. Been, he had been in power for quite a while. Quite point, a while.
3: Yeah. Quite a while. So that was yeah. not... Um, anything necessarily? Yeah, that happened all the crazy. way up to his death. To be honest, it did, and continues. Yeah. Nineteen seventy-eight, U.S. President Jimmy Carter answers callers' questions on national public radio. Whoa. How many presidents have done that? Answering questions. Now, the radio was a powerful tool, yeah. Yeah. but I I don't know if that's been a a mode of PR for a president answering questions on the radio. Maybe it maybe it was they, something they done. do.
1: They do, um, you know,
3: these town hall meetings. On occasion, yep. Now, yep. So and those are similar. done more in live. I guess they could yeah. be played over the radio, but for actually somebody to call in and have like a, a mini uh, um, radio show with the president sure. is uh, interesting. Uh, 2010. I cannot believe this has already been seven years ago. But uh I'm not going to pronounce this right. Capiapó. Mining accident in Chile oh, comes yeah. to a happy end as all 33 miners arrive at the surface mm-hmm. after surviving a record 69 days underground. Wow, um, yeah. that is a uh, a long time. I mean, that's three months. Uh, sorry, two months plus a few days. And uh, these are the 33 Chilean uh, miners that were trapped down there for quite a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. I, oh, wow. I didn't know that was seven years already.
0: At that time, you know, you know how people say like. Um, Oh, where's Guam? You know, And they probably have some sort of idea in their head where Guam might be because they might yeah, have heard it faintly, sure, but sure. think on the world map. Or, but Chile was like that for me because I had no idea where Chile was. You know, right. then, but It's then, the
3: long, yeah. long country down the backside yep. of South America. Down there. It, yes. It's like at the north, it's like in the 90s all the time. In yeah. the south, it's got oh. Arctic-type winters. Yeah. Oh, it goes man. all the way down. Extreme.
1: It's the launching point. I think there are launching points there to go to, to the Antarctica. To Antarctica yeah. yeah,
3: it'd be them or Argentina, I'm yeah, guessing. Argentina. They're the two closest, yeah. uh, two closest points. Um, so uh, honestly, there, there's not a whole lot of... Uh, we had the first Democratic presidential candidates debate broadcast on CNN, held in Las mm. Vegas, Nevada. That was two years ago. That had been Hillary and, and her crew really? uh, rap- ramping up for the next year's election. They did something
1: like that there where they had people on YouTube ask questions. Hmm. Are you? Do you recall that? I don't remember that. I know they're YouTube.
3: getting much more social yeah. media and uh, the venues or the avenues of communication that they have and, can, and um, field questions is, is a lot broader than it ever used to be. So sort of a hodgepodge, not really anything uh, too interesting, but uh, that was uh, this day in history. I think our sports conversation lasted longer than that one, but...
0: Well. Hey, sports is interesting, you know? I like sports. Um, like Mexico. Yeah. yeah. You want to take this outside, buddy? All right. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I'm going to, instead of doing all of the, like, idioms in one go, I think I'm just going kind to of sprinkle it throughout the show. So um, uh, give me, let me hear some of your comments. Like if I like you, that if you guys, idiom
3: you just used. I'll sprinkle it through the show. Oh, yeah.
0: Nice. That is, thank you. Thank you. Nice. If, I wish, Can we get, like like, A studio applause, like just yeah, yeah, like a Uh, little button for that, you know. No, there has to be actual laughter.
1: I think, I think
3: Jared would probably get a little addicted to using (laughs) that. uh, Yeah, that's the last thing we need. The laugh, the laugh track.
0: Yeah, I, I I wanted to do one with a button for uh, like a heavenly choir whenever I mentioned like something biblical, you know, or or like the Bible, Mm. the
2: Bible. That's
3: amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, those ideas, <laughs> you keep them coming. <laughs> how do you how do you I know tried. it's a heavenly choir? That's yeah. what I always
0: ask. Well, how heavenly sounding choir. I don't know. What does that sound yeah. like though? Well, I don't what know. do they sound like in right heaven? I, I don't know. know. I'm yeah, sorry. Exactly. It's just a symbol of n- knowing. I don't know um, what it's tied to. Okay, let's see here. Here here's here's a, a line of some idioms. Hmm. All right. So I have one here. It says, "I need," and it has to do with communication, right? Yes. I need to get a hold of Tina to tell her that tomorrow's class is canceled. To get a hold of someone, it means to communicate with them, Yes. usually by phone. And you're not actually going not up to them and grabbing them. them yes. You know, I need to get a hold of this
1: person. Or um, you could say, um, I think the show topic today will be communication. How's that grab you? Yeah. How's that grab you? How's that uh, grab you? Yeah, I have not had. Is that it getting before? a hold of your you, you attention? I've not
0: heard. That I'm one. feeling uncomfortable right now. <laughs> okay,
3: I've heard it before. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, all right, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm pretty sure I've heard that. But uh, another one here. I'm looking for a job. Please drop me a line if you hear any, of any good yeah, opportunities. Drop, drop a line. Someone a line. Yes.
3: That probably goes back to the old telegraph prompters that used to, you know, must put, uh, put the lines good. in the different. Uh, you know, corresponding uh, connection hole connectors. Yeah, yeah. Or you? Got- I don't know. That was too deep for that idiom.
0: <laughs> I or we got this next one. I heard through the, um, the grapevine. Hearing through the grapevine, something mm. is it? You know, um, you're not literally putting your.
3: There's ear a song about that. Ear next
0: to. A that
1: was always a weird one for me. Every time I heard that, I would say, yeah. "What is going on through there? the grapevine?" What, it, that's a
3: dangerous here? place to hear things from because they can get very twisted and, yes. and yeah. incorrect if you're Otherwise not careful. Known as rumors, yeah. yeah, rumor mill.
0: And it's really not a biblical thing, is it? You
3: know? To 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 be to to hear it through or, the grapevine. Yeah, I mean, well, hearing something through the grapevine, there's not hearing, a whole lot well, you can no, do about but that. Like, but
0: like, kind of, I guess whether you continue
3: the vine, increasing,
0: yeah, the vine,
3: and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, growing the vine. That's that's wrong.
0: Um, you got one stop beating around the bush and just tell me what happened to the camera. I lent to you. <laughs> you can say that to your it's getting son personal here. <laughs> <Hey>. No, don't <laughs> call him out.
1: Come on. Now. Oh, sorry. That's a story <laughs> Not for the radio. I'm just no, it, it's not for the radio. Cause it's not
0: appropriate. It's just, a, no, I don't no, no, want to no. call him. Yeah, I I'm, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, you know, talking about beating around the bush. If, uh, someone's trying to avoid an answer. I'll be yeah.
3: honest. Um, though, that was always my dad's tools. Yeah, when I'd leave him out in the yard. I, oh, yes. You know, yes. you're working on something, and, yes. and he always said, put something back where you found it. Oh, that was man. a long lesson I learned and lost a lot of allowance dollars on pliers and hammers that rusted yeah. in the yard. None, none of my kids real have it down yet to put away it, it, it in is, the proper It spot. is a trained... Yeah. responsibility issue i mean really it, I, so. it takes for years apparently the scariest part was i mowed the lawn as well and there was a half a dozen times where i'd drive up on a hammer or yes. a player of something and and barely come to a screeching halt before i whip that up into the blades then i'd have been in another whole nother bit of issue with uh with the tractor issues so yeah
0: i don't know that's just honestly that those are probably the best ones i got here i listen looking through this list again i'm just like not so confident with I heard it through the grapevine. I heard it. What did you hear through the grapevine? No, I didn't hear anything. Oh. But that was that was your. Oh, let me know. Tell me. I want
1: to. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> no, everyone that, else know. So they were all about communication. Is that?
0: That's yeah, how that yeah, tied yeah, together. Yeah. Oh, I see. It's like I see. Now I saw this. Um, I saw this picture once of, of like, it was like two stick figures communicating. He's like, "Don't yeah. let anyone else know, okay?" And the other person's like, "Okay." And then they say the exact same person to another couple. And then, and you know, the same person says, like, okay. And then it, it just keeps going on through, like, multiple people. I think that's where the grapevine uh, oh, aspect yeah. comes from. It's like, yeah. I won't tell anyone else except for this one person. Right. Who will then tell another person. But they're, it's like not, they're not going out and telling everyone. It's just telling one person. But that's how it gets around, I guess. Yeah. it's the grapevine. the, the telephone grapevine game, for you. I guess. I guess. Yep. So um, I'm going – we're going to take a short break here a short yeah we
3: were cruising there for a while man
0: yeah we did good you know what we're already at 10 minutes to the top and we can come back and and we can come back and do a little bit of
3: what's in my cup what's in my cup we always change it when he's gone we do we never stay faithful to the term
0: (laughs) what's in my beverage yeah sure could be alright good Uh, I'm glad we agree on this Chris (laughs) more live till 5 in a moment Thank you. day and welcome back to live till five I'm your host Sebastian Basildua, and we are about to go on an adventure a taste adventure Ooh. yes, with our drinks that we have here um i i kind of I guess I should kind of transition over to the Hebrews theme pretty quickly here because we're wrapping up at the top of the hour it's
3: just it's closing in on us and Wait, so yeah
2: it's like a
3: yeah like a freight train. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a freight or freight train of time. It's it's
0: I'm afraid. I'm afraid that we're not huh. going to get this done in time. Oh hi. All right. So, kind of nonchalantly fading out of the Charlie Brown melody and fading into the you're play-by-play?
3: By play. Yeah. Whoa! This is this is a Technology. really, really behind-the-scenes like shot it, here, <laughs> folks. <laughs> so what happens every week up here? It's a stellar radio. In the Eagle's Nest of KUAM.
0: We're playing What's in Our Mug. Mug? Coffee. Coffee? No, drink. I, drink. I don't know, I'm new. <laughs> Welcome, Mr. New Guy. <laughs> that is Joe Sarni's voice you hear. But this is where we get a drink from the Hebrews coffee shop, and we all taste our own drinks obviously and we don't taste each other's (laughs) drinks nope (laughs) thankfully and um yeah and and we give detail (laughs) very clear detail of what we're drinking and we hope we guess we we guess what it is we We
3: describe it make it sound Delectable and desirable. We don't. We don't have to. We tell it, about the color and how it compares to. We just tell
0: it how it is.
1: Different army khakis and things.
3: Yeah, like that. <laughs> that's generally the path we trod. Yes. Uh, but uh, today, these are all enclosed in in, in sealed cups of, of <laughs> opaque nature. So, therefore, you can't see what's they're hot inside. Drinks. Yeah, they're hot drinks. So, oh. they're in the tan. That's one cups. way to put it, Joe. Sealed cups of opaque nature. <laughs> you like that one? That's awesome. That's a vir- virtual cornucopia <laughs> of terminology right there. Oh, wow. Um, so, anyways. Yes. I don't mind starting. You want to start this off Even though Lawrence, I'm in number two. Let's, let's hear it from number two. Number two. Um, this, this is pretty much what today feels like in a cup. Not in a bad way. It, it feels like some fall weather. If, if perchance it was 20 degrees cooler, it'd really feel fallish out there. It's a little bit over, a lot bit overcast. Uh, pretty much about 50% of the day has been rainy, but you take a drink of this and it's all of a sudden the leaves start changing colors and uh, the fire would just kick down automatically in the fireplace and uh, and you don't really care what's going on outside because you're on the couch reading a book, sipping some delicious apple cider. So wow. that, that's what this day is in adventure. this cup. Yeah. That was a great adventure. That was pretty fun, huh? That was a good image you
0: described. Yeah. I liked it. Joe, let's hear from you now. I have the same as last week, I think. <laughs>
1: well, no
3: one so remembers because listeners, same as last week. you should know what that is for all the, the listeners. Joe is like our fill-in
1: extra drink. Yeah. He's doing his job. I do just what fine. I can. Just so you know who this is. This is Joe Sarni. He's our pumpkin, videographer. Pumpkin and he's a
0: good one. It's a Good chai drink.
1: Yeah,
3: pumpkin chai
0: latte. I just remember last week how I spilled... I drink. Yeah, it was really fun. You did over funny. the equipment? <laughs> not
2: all over the equipment. No, if it was over the, oh my, Sebastian would have been here.
3: He wouldn't be here anymore. He'd be out digging a a ditch in the soccer field or something, working on the drainage oh, committee. Right. I thought you were talking like a grave or something. <laughs> <The drain>. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. it's not a life and death matter. But uh, you'd just be on the timeout. <laughs> you'd be on the timeout system.
0: Oh, good. All right. Even though it's the same as last week, it is good. You should go buy it. It is good. You have That's three minutes emotional. Yeah, get one. you got exactly three minutes to run yeah, into yeah, the oh coffee yeah. shop. Please,
3: be fast, but do not speed. If you're in there at 4 o'clock, they won't turn you away. They'll probably make you drink, but sooner the better.
1: Nice. Okay, I guess it's my turn. Go ahead, Chris. Um, even though I'm running out of voice now a little bit, um, but I have what tastes like a white mocha, but as I've tasted it a little more, there might be something a little more in here.
3: Amaretto? I always guess it that. Could, it could
1: be... I don't know if it's amaretto. I don't know what <laughs> amaretto the, tastes, it tastes like. It tastes a little bit Maretto. cherry-like, but, but it's not my favorite. It's a nice, creamy, sweet drink.
3: That could it be taro? You get that a lot and never really could know what to call it. Yeah. Yeah. It could be the taro with know, a shot of calamansi
0: in there. So, just kidding. It's not calamansi. Montzi, oh. Muncy, no, calamansi. Okay, no. Uh,
3: so I would, I would just go with the black it's and white. It's a great maybe. drink,
0: though. Yeah, It's a, it, it's really good.
3: You seem to like a lot of your drinks, but not a, know exactly what's in it, which is a fun way to go. This is how I live life. It's I, just, <laughs> I just drink it. And I enjoy go, things hey, that I I'm like unaware it. of it. I don't know
0: what's going on, but I
3: like yep, it. Yep. Awesome. But it's a good time.
0: You know what? I think I have something pumpkin-y, a pumpkin Pumpkney. chai. Could you have the oh, pumpkin yeah? roll? You have it? I think I have the same thing as Joe. Wow.
3: Mm, Two first. I
0: think so. I have, this isn't a Pumpkin. No, they're well, not. Be a pumpkin. Is It'll be double pumpkin. Latte. Better get that pumpkin off. A the double pump-kin. Yeah, pump. Yeah, well,
2: better not be pumpkin.
0: What? Well, okay, let's just go over <laughs> these answers. We digress. Number one, which is not, it's Joe. No, it is Joe. Joe. I thought I couldn't remember. Okay, I'm number one. Joe, Joe, Joe. You have the autumn spice. Oh, so it does have coffee. You were right, Lauren. Yeah, yeah.
3: I said it could be the wow, Autumn Spice. Wow. Amazing. That coffee is... Nice work. Uh, it, it slips in under there. It, it mutes this sugar, though, which is why I like that better than a, a pumpkin chai latte. Mm. has all the elements plus a shot of espresso. Awesome.
0: And then we have number two, apple cider. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't get it because that would have been my like fourth week. I'm okay it. with it. I'm it's okay with it. Band, I don't care. Like it makes me comfortable
3: as I look at the rain.
0: Yes, 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 yes. And um, number three, which is me... A vanilla chai. See, oh, I'm, re- I'm really bad at. Not even a, a pumpkin, pumpkin chai. chai. At least you got chai. I got chai. Well, Come that was on. only because Lawrence mentioned it earlier. I was like, "I'll go with that one." <laughs> <laughs> Glad I could jog your memory. Yes, thank you, great. thank you, thank you, thank you. And then finally, we have number four: the white mocha. It is a white. Yeah, mocha. you wow. called that, man. Good Terrific. work today. Good that work, Chris. Great. Good. This is amazing. And. I'm, I'm what so music happy. is this?
3: What? This music? This is our Hong Kong Mambo Hong to take Kong us to Ma- the top of the oh. hour, getting us pumped for news. Yeah, Oh, I'm, news. I'm in, I'm in the mood for news right now. You are. The- Hong Kong Mambo, who doesn't <laughs> Who Mambo. doesn't get news? I movies. love the Hong Kong Mambo.
0: <laughs> I was doing a Hong Kong Mambo a little earlier. Yeah.
3: I don't know so what you that, that looks a video like, though, so of maybe didn't so can that. see Sebastian now.
0: Sure, sure. All right, well, thank you all for joining us on the first hour of Live Till 5. We will be back after a short break with the news and then yes more fun thank you for joining half a day and welcome back to live till five the second hour of live till five i'm your host sebastian basildua filling in for jared baldwin as you notice the difference in voice Uh, he is currently off island and so i am filling in for him and i'm doing my best oh and i had something awesome to say there right right at the the violin part uh cello part anyway you don't have to listen to this all right now uh If you're on the road and be like, wow, this sounds super interesting, you know, what? you can catch us on the web. You can go to www.khmg.org and then hit the listen tab and you'll be able to hear us there. And it's going to be online and you don't have to carry around your radio with you into your house. Um, Or you could go if you've heard other episodes that you like, you can go to khmg.org slash LTF L as in lion T as in tiger F as in fair I guess that's the best I got Um, LTF and you can go there to download and view past episodes or say you want to keep listening to us on the radio we do play this again throughout the weekend it'll be noon to 2 on Saturday and 7 to 9 on Sunday so, I hope you tune in if you get the chance. Our topic today is communication. And this is the first time I've, I've said it correctly, I think. Wow. This is great. All right. Well, with the topic of communication, I've, I've searched out many stories of miscommunication Just share. Um, we shared some of those in the first hour. And now I'm going to share one of my own little... Uh, miscommunication stories that I had in China. Now, this is not the food one I, I explained earlier about the French fries. This is actually a different story, um, but it was on the same trip. So, I went to, on an educational trip to China. Uh, I was teaching English at a summer camp there, on the seventh floor of a dormitory building. Uh, is where I stayed, and it was there was no elevators, so it was a lot of walking upstairs. And, uh, and sometimes we had to carry our water. So carrying our water up seven flights of stairs is, is pretty tiring, but it was mm-hmm. worth it. Cause I, I loved the job I had there for a little bit. It was just a summer job, but we had a, we had a team that went out there and I remember rooming with a guy and before the trip happened, they, they kind of mentally prepared us. They were uh, the leader was. And he was saying, you know, be ready, you might not get hot water. You know, the the the, the water heater might not, you know, work. Um just because it's happened in the past that it didn't work. And just be prepared for anything and have a humble attitude. And so, you know, I'm preparing myself mentally for this. Well, for about I'd say a week Um, I had my room, my roommate was going into the, going to the bathroom and taking a shower. He'd always just be coming out with, and you know, it'd just be steam coming out of the room. I was like, cool, it it works. I think it works. But then when I went in, I turned the knob down to hot and it was cold and it just stayed cold. And I was like, all right, I'm out here. Um, I'm not going to complain. I'm going to have a humble attitude about this. And I took a cold shower multiple times and that was an experience. So anytime I I take a cold shower, I think back on, on China, but that's not the miscommunication part or the main emphasis of this story. The main emphasis of this story is the miscommunication that was happening. I did not know that you actually needed to turn the knob down to cold for it to be hot so every time I was seeing my roommate coming out, he he had this steamy hot shower. I'm like, why are you using all the hot water? I don't save some for me. Um, I it was just because he he was turning it the right way and I was turning it the wrong way. So there was just some miscommunication in the symbols, or it might have just been on the wrong way. But uh, that that was something that that always um, it was always pretty funny to me because you know I got pumped up. Mentally, to just go in and, and, you know, you're standing before a cold shower. It's just, you know, it's a very, uh, I don't know, hard thing to do. So, there was that story. I have another story, and this one comes from the Bible. A story of miscommunication. Currently, I'm going through First Samuel, and I'm at chapter 14. Or I remember this in chapter 14. 1 Samuel chapter 14. Um, if you know Jonathan, Jonathan is the son of Saul. He was the king who, who was over Israel during that time. Uh, Jonathan was in charge of many soldiers and uh, he was meant to go out to go fill, kill the Philistines. And at a certain time in, in, in this, uh, during, the, during 1 Samuel... Uh, they started becoming very scared because the Philistines were outnumbering the Israelites by a great number. So, uh, with everyone scared that they weren't really trusting God, uh, Jonathan and his armor bearer, so it was like an assistant of his, they went down over some treacherous terrain, and it's not something you could transport an army over. They went down to meet these, uh, meet these Philistines. And he had the heart of knowing God was with him. And so, what he did was, um, he and his armor bearer went into this this just camp of soldiers of Philistines, and they killed twenty of them, about twenty of them. And this is tying into the miscommunication because what happened next was, all the all the many soldiers in that army that were there started to become confused and because they were confused, they were so confused to the point that they started killing each other. And that was just a very, uh, when I think of miscommunication, um, I, I, I sometimes think of that story of Jonathan and his armor bearer, just the two of them with, with knowing that God is, God is with them. They, they went up against his army and, and they caused mass confusion of this, this, this army. And enough confusion where Saul uh, knew that they were confused and they struck. And that's where uh, he's, Saul continued to, to fight off the Philistines uh, with his soldiers all around Israel. But um, I say that because, um, you know, we are born into this world surrounded by confusion. And uh, that's why we have to look to the Bible, uh, to God's word. It's a firm foundation amidst the chaos all around us. Um, it is, um, it's a confused world because there's a great deceiver in it causing confusion. Uh, so that's why it's important to know that there, there's a battle going on. Um, and if you don't believe there's a battle going on spiritually, uh, then you are deceived. So just, I, I bring this up because miscommunication is a big thing. You, you saw, in the, you, you heard in the story. Uh, people started killing each other because of how confused they were. Um, and so just looking at uh, life today, just remember um, if, if you may be confused about something, you know, you should just hold firm to what you know is true rather than assume the worst. So I think, I think we're going to take a quick break here and we'll come back with some, uh, some more stories, some, some more news, and then we'll get back to it. Half a day and welcome back to live till five i'm your host sebastian filling in for jared who is off island and today our topic is over miscommunity ah, man i did it again it's communication it's it's over communication not miscommunication as i've said probably more times than an actual title so with that being said we actually have some news to uh this hour about i don't know it's not about
1: what it's not markers? about communication. Yeah. It's, it's but you just, are
0: communicating to me, so it is slightly relating. Yes, it's Just News. <laughs> just News. That That's sounds it. like a great name for like a website. Just News. Start purchasing the domain name right away. <laughs>
1: just News uh, this afternoon <laughs> on Live Till 5. Well, uh, I apologize for my voice. As the show goes along, it's sort of getting worse and worse. I've done some voiceovers today. Sounded good early in the day. We're doing good. Like I was yeah. like, "Hey, my voice has sounded just like normal." I and was now, noticing that too. As we get to this, it's gone. So uh, let's let's uh, try to get through the news with a voice. A kidnapped U.S. Canadian couple and their three children, uh, all of which were born in captivity, have been freed in Pakistan nearly five years after the couple was abducted in neighboring Afghanistan. Now, American. Caitlin Coleman and her husband Joshua Boyle were kidnapped while backpacking in Afghanistan back in 2012, and they were captured by Taliban allied Haqqani Network, which the United States has long accused that Pakistan is failing to fight. Now, it was unclear how precisely the Pakistanis secured the family's release which uh, came after the United States shared intelligence about the hostages location. It was also unclear when the family would be able to return home. There's a lot of horrible details about how they were kept. They were basically in a hole in the ground for most of those uh, years that they've been captive. So it's a pretty horrible story. But the good news is they have been released. So uh, I assume that there's going to come a moment when uh, they will have a homecoming. I'm not sure whether their residence was in Canada or in the U.S., but um, I'm sure they will be glad to be home, whichever the case may be. Uh, The NFL is seeking or is keeping an eye on wildfires in Northern California um, and have been exploring options to move. Sunday's game between the Oakland Raiders and Los Angeles Chargers if it becomes necessary. Now at least 26 people have died in some 3,500 homes and businesses have been destroyed by blazes which began in California wine country on Sunday. An estimated 25,000 people have been driven from their homes. Oakland, which is some 45 miles south of the fires, has been blanketed by smoke Uh, other games college football games in berkeley and in stanford also planned for this weekend and officials from both schools are monitoring the situations there as well but uh, uh, the 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 main point of that story is the fact that those fires have been continuing and they've been deadly Uh, there's numbers on how many um Uh, structures have been destroyed but this is sort of the sports side of it which a lot of these games are being postponed because of the conditions Uh, u.s aviation authorities have ordered visual inspections of fan hubs in engines used on some airbus se a380 jets after an engine came apart on an air france flight last month forcing it to make an emergency landing The EA engines are manufactured by a 50-50 joint venture between General Electric Company and United Technologies Corp's Pratt & Whitney unit. The FAA directive formalizes advice that was circulated by that engine company on Thursday. Now, in addition to Air France, the affected airlines include Emirates, the world's largest A380 operator, as well as Etihad Airways, Qatar Airways, and closer to home here, that we see coming often on our island every single day, is Korean Airlines as well. So those Airbus A380s and their engines under uh, a bit of scrutiny right now. So um, that applies to all of those airlines. I happen to see the Korean Air uh, come in quite often. I'm not sure if there are those Airbus A380s that come in. I think um, I think some of the the uh, uh, Korean Airlines jets that come in are, yeah. are Boeing, but
0: yeah.
1: uh, but this would apply to those uh, Airbus
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, airplanes. Sorry, my voice is going. I noticed as I got to about the second story,
0: it just started going <laughs> totally. Don't worry, Chris is still alive and yeah. not totally dying. It's just I'm, his voice is dying. I'm not sure this
1: white mocha really helped my voice a and lot.
0: It's hot. You know, you'd think that it's hot, right? It's hot, but, oh, okay. it's, um, but it's also very
1: creamy. I'm not sure that does uh, yeah. a lot to your uh, vocal to cords. help your vocal cords. Yeah,
0: I don't yeah. know. Um, so I am not a doctor. That's
1: yeah. You're right. You're <laughs> not a doctor. That's yeah.
0: Yeah. But, well, you know what? You mentioned the Airbus term. You know, I always get the Airbus. It sounds so nice. You know, oh, it's like just a bus, but it's in the air, right? But yeah. It's like for me, it's just a terrifying thing. I, I'm terrified of flying. I and, well, I don't love buses. So
1: I don't know that I would be super excited about the thing I remember about buses is riding in the back and having all that those gas fumes and everything.
0: So I don't know. I'm not a
1: big fan of buses. Yeah. So it doesn't give me a great feeling when I hear the,
0: the term airbus. Yeah. Well, hey, you brought us news and that kind of ties in with my next little segment I have. Um I, I did have a, a buck stops here quote, but it's it's really not that long, and we can get to it later. Or, um, well, I'm just gonna share it now because, oh, go ahead, yeah, don't even play the music, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess just, I could. Um, the buck stops here music, yeah, let's let's play a little bit of that. There you go, get us pumped up, yeah. <laughs> I hope that was some good pump-up music. Right now, you're supposed to say the buck stops here. The buck here. stops here. Yes. Yeah. A segment that is talking about saying pop uh, famous sayings are are quotes. sayings that quotes that are right. on the desk of of the desks and walls of, of yeah, famous Jared, Jared's people. Jared's got this memorized. I don't have like yeah. this memorized. <laughs> well, I think he reads it actually. I don't know. Oh, where he, yes, that's where true. He reads it from, that's true. I think
1: it's from the book. Yes. The bus yes, stops yes, here. Yes. So,
0: um, well, I I just found this, I found this, this quote very interesting. Um, as you can probably tell, I met a guy who likes to talk a lot. I only, as I was I was kind of talking with Chris earlier. I, I don't really say things unless, like, I need to say them. Um, <laughs> so, but but this is, well, when you're on the radio, you need to say things. exactly because you don't want people to just be no. like, "Hey, what's going on, buddy? What are you doing?" Right. Yeah, pick up the slack here, you know. It's called dead air. Dead air. That's what we call no it. No one likes dead silent. air. Dead air. We want live air. Right. Live air. So the the quote is this. Blessed is the man who, having nothing to say, abstains from giving wordy evidence of the fact. That is by English novelist George Eliot, also known as Mary Evans. Yeah. And we were kind of... Talking about this earlier, the, um, the, found, uh, the source of that, it was uh, English novelists during that time, they wouldn't really accept. Right. They didn't. Uh,
1: from what I understand about this story is that um, female novelists during this era took on male names because it, women generally weren't published in that era. So they took on male names, wrote things, sent things in sight unseen to publishers. They said, wow, this is terrific. And then they just went with it because they thought it was a man, but it turns out there were women. So there's, a, there's actually a documentary about this. I sound like Jared. Now, now I've got a documentary for everything. There is. My wife and I have watched a documentary about three young ladies who were sisters who wrote under male pseudonyms and pass them along pass themselves off as men until such time as they were forced to go to the publisher because of a dispute of some sort and then the publisher found out they were females and helped to keep their secret and i can't remember the names of the young ladies but i think this this young lady might be one of the sisters yes that's my suspicion i'm not absolutely positive about that i'm sure i could just google it but yeah but um, but that's my suspicion.
0: Well, if you want to anyway. Google it, um, I what's have, her name? Uh, Mary Evans. Mary Evans. But her her pen name was George Elliot. Okay, that's why I was very confused. Like, right? George George doesn't really sound like a, a girl name. No, it doesn't. Um, and so I just didn't know if it was in this time that George was kind of accepted as a female name. No, I don't know. But I'm glad that you expounded on that later, Chris, because then I understood. Yes, yes we had clear absolutely. communication about that. It's great. But. I have this little thing called Miss Mass Communication. Okay. And it's kind of talking about massive miscommunication. Um, That's just kind of like, I'm just kind of giving you the title. It's a preview. It's pretty pretty awesome. It sounded like
1: that needed music as well, unfortunately.
0: Yes. This could be
1: the Sebastian Quiz music, actually. You could just use that.
0: There you go. Miss Mass Communication. A segment about massive miscommunication. Yeah, it's a short and sweet moment for the music. I I, I got to play. We didn't play it last week because I didn't have a quiz. It's got to get some light, you know. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it was just a very quick thing, but I enjoyed it. But or did you? Are you finding anything, Chris, on that?
1: Um, George Eliot was the pen name.
0: Yes. Is that correct? Yes. 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 Uh, I haven't
2: found anything yet. All right. All
0: right. Well. I'll just continue with Miss Mass Communication. Go ahead. That sounds so awesome. You played it? the music. I coined it, Miss Mass Communication. So, there was something performed as a Halloween episode, October thirtieth, nineteen thirty-eight, that aired over the Columbia Broadcast System, a radio drama. CBS. Yes. Yeah. I didn't. Did put you that know together. that Columbia Broadcast System? That makes sense now. CBS. Wow. I don't put things together sometimes so quickly. There you go. It caused mass confusion. People thought that the earth was being invaded by aliens. If you haven't guessed what I'm referring to yet, it is The War of the Worlds radio drama conducted by Orson Welles. Um if you this was a radio drama where um let's see. I didn't I wasn't around for it, uh, but many reduplications of it have occurred. People right. have tried to redo it where basically uh, the, they were talking as if it were actual news events happening. And that started you know, terrifying people, like, oh no. Like, and this was actually, it's 1938, if you also think it's World War II era. And with it being World War II era, uh, people listening in, some didn't even know if it was about aliens, they might've missed that part. They might've just thought a foreign country was invading. So the first two-thirds of the drama was a contemporary retelling of events of the novel it was based on. It was presented as news bulletins interrupting another program. Um, many missed that it was aliens and thought it was a foreign country invading them. That's, that's kind of uh, uh, what, what I said. But uh, some reports said that mobs of people were starting to form outside of towns all over and misinformation was just spreading all over. Because if one person hears something... They're going to spread it over to the other people, especially if it's something like. Yes. Like dramatic. That's why you got to check your sources before you go out and yell things. Especially if you're on the radio. Yes. You got to check your sources. That's why I'm super careful with what I say on the radio because. Yeah. I'm, I mean, Guam is listening right now. Well, the hopefully. whole island. The whole island is, is listening, listening right now Everyone. to Sebastian's voice.
1: Everyone has stopped what they're doing. They have. <laughs> and they're listening.
0: <laughs> I hope. And that's why I try to. Have a soothing that. voice, you know, to to bring you comfort and then I just nail some truth out there.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Good yeah, good for you. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for encouraging me. <laughs> so was this story itself miscommunicated over many years? Um as as, that's 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 what I'm trying to wonder because you've probably heard this story before. Many people might may have heard the the radio drama. You mean is this story is is the story of the story the of story. the story? Yes. yes, yes, I think so. Yes, I, I think, think that right. has been the the true yeah. um, mass miscommunication because right. it's occurred over many years. Right, because it wasn't uh, many analysts ha- have viewed that night. There were people even um what was it surveying that night to see if people were actually freaking out and you know if right. they if they left their homes and and did things but it actually it, they came to the conclusion that many weren't so frightened um so it's it it's been deemed the legend of the panic and it's been just grown exponentially over the years because it so perfectly captures our unease with the media's power over right our lives. so right. that's why people can keep going back to it cuz Well, if you remember that, you know, it's just, it's, um, that's why, you know, the emphasis should always be, um, God knows what's going on. You know, I've heard, you know, talk, there's so much going on in the world, but you know what, Um, you know, in years past, people didn't always know what was going on around the world. They could only focus on what was around them. And um, I, you know, that's what you should do today is you still just focus on what's going on around you um, because you can hear uh, the reports that are happening but truly God is the one that knows and that he's the one that you're just submitting to um, because what you could be rep- what, what you could be presented could be wrong and um, that's why you just have to trust in uh, God so yeah not only wrong
1: but also n- not applicable perhaps yes, yes. perhaps it's not even it's or not relevant
0: to or, or given you know yeah. attention that is not needed right exactly yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah that's that that was something interesting I read about that story because I didn't know that it actually wasn't as chaotic as as I've read in or you know I've sure. heard in past yeah. past years. There's actually the story really is the part. The story about it is really the part that's been missed. Mm-hmm. And you know the guy who who did that who did the radio drama Orson Welles. Orson right. Orson yeah. Welles. He he goes on to make one of the highest grossing films of all time called Citizen Kane. Right. And uh, the, I know this. I had to watch this in high school because I. <laughs> It was like the best class ever. I basically critiqued old movies. Um, yeah. So, I, so Citizen Kane was one of them. And, um, and it was about, you know, the power the newspaper had over the country. Right. And I, I'm, I wonder if that's, he was kind of inspired to do this because of maybe this, the way that his story was misrepresenting right. and massively projected out to others. Well, I think
1: that he felt at the time that it would ruin his career. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the problems with that
0: yeah. drama, of course. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I hope I hope you've uh, enjoyed listening so far to Live Till Five. Um, we're going to take a quick break here, and then we'll come back with a couple more stories about miscommunication and communication in general, and some music to accompany this voice of mine to go out on. Yeah, dramatic, dramatic music. I'm your host, Sebastian. Check back with us in a couple minutes on Live Till Five. To live till five, on the topic of communication today. As I go throughout uh, the day, you know, searching for for uh, material for, for this topic, uh, some people help me out and give me some articles, and and someone gave me a pretty interesting article um, about the call of God, and that's interesting. It's it relates here because, what tying coming to the end of the show, we're going to slowly start tying into the how God communicates to us, and um, we'll be going over one of those uh, factors here soon. Uh, but this article is called Confused About the Call of God, and it's by Dr. Bud Stedman. Um, it says, sometimes it is easy to get confused and have that confusion misdirect our actions. I'm sure many of you have felt it before. Um, you've been confused about certain uh, certain events in your life, and, and that caused you to, to do an action that Maybe it wasn't the best action. Um, so uh, we're going to start this little article off here with a story. It says, in the mid-1960s, FBI director J. Edgar Hoover was reading a typed copy of a letter he had just uh, dictated to his secretary. He didn't like the way she had formatted the letter, so he wrote on the bottom, Watch the Borders, and asked her to retype it. The secretary did as she was instructed and sent it off to all the top agents for the next two weeks. FBI agents were put on special alert along the Mexican and Canadian borders. She had typed with the borders, or sorry, watch the borders across the bottom of each letter. Confusion misdirected action. Uh, we are living in a day of spiritual confusion, uh, from salvation to sanctification to service, believers are often in a uh, quandary as to what the word of God teaches practically. Such confusion is commonly rooted in ignorance of the scriptures or in a uh, perversion of teaching based on a faulty interpretive method. Relating to missions, this lack of clarity reveals itself in a discussion of the nature and methodology of the vocational missionary call from God. The the phrase vocational call refers to God calling individuals into full-time vocational missions. Most church members have heard some well-meaning speaker state, after all, we are all missionaries. Confusion misdirects action. All believers have been commanded to be involved in His great commission. God has placed each of us strategically in our geographic location in order that we might shine forth the light of His gospel. We are all to be witnesses... But we are not all missionaries in the sense in which we commonly use the word. We must understand that there is a biblical difference between being a witness and having a full-time vocational call to missions. So uh, just come we we need not be confused because God has given us his word to guide us in such matters. Yes, there is such a thing as a call from God to full-time vocational missions. Um, You can look at the example of the first two missionaries, Paul and Barnabas, and how God communicated to them. And His will concerning the great work of missions. So I thought that was a pretty good. um, That that's more of a little bit more of a summarized version of that article. But um, it's you know we're trying to relate to how God communicates with us, and um, it's not through feeling. You know, it's through uh, He gave us His Word, and we can look to His Word rather than our feelings labeled uh, something from God. You know, Uh, Chris, did you have any thoughts on that article? Um, Yes. Yeah, if you
1: turn on my mic. Sorry, I forgot that. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, you know, I, I, this, this is interesting. I don't know how this came together, but um, Pam showed me that earlier today. Is yeah, that, it was Pam that sent it that to me. It was Pam that sent it to you? Well, it's, it's very interesting, the, the idea that um, you can miscommunicate something, and then it can get passed along to others. And it's that idea of mass miscommunication, which you just said. But yeah, I always try to clarify what missions is, having been in missions previously. And that is that um, uh, everybody is a witness, meaning God has called every Christian to communication. People don't necessarily realize this or think about this. But we did a show on Take Note called uh, Every Christian a Teacher. And I think people also misunderstand That they are to be a teacher because you'll hear people say, I I know when I've counseled people before on things, they've said to me, uh, well, you know, I don't really have anything to teach anyone or I, you know, uh, that's not my gift or whatever, but it doesn't matter whether it's your gift or whether you feel that you have anything to teach anyone. Everyone can learn from another person, no matter who they are. Uh, Parents learn from their children. Children learn from their parents. Colleagues learn from each other. Bosses learn from their employees. Employees learn from their bosses. Everybody has something to teach another person because we all have different experiences. We all have different um, backgrounds. We all have different cultures. We all have different, uh, sometimes things are extremely different. The, the background you came from might be totally different than my background and you can teach me something that, that I don't know. And so every Christian is a teacher. Every Christian is a communicator. And while that is true, it's not simultaneously true that um, uh, everyone is a missionary. There are specific missionaries and they have a specific job. Because if you'll remember in Acts chapter 13, it talks about how specific people were called out of the church at Antioch to fulfill a specific mission, yep. which was to go and to teach and to disciple and to plant churches and to come back and to report. To the churches that sent them out about what had been done, and and so there's a missionaries have a specific assignment.
2: Yeah,
1: they may be doing something similar to what we're doing back home, which is um, teaching others and discipling yep. others. But they do have a specific assignment. So yeah,
0: that's a great article, and I love Bud Stedman. He's been out here actually. Oh, he's yes. been here in the last couple of years. Ah, yes, actually and, now going. Yeah, I, I go over the archive. Audio files a lot, and I think I have come across his name a couple yeah. times. So great, yeah, I knew great. that name sounded familiar. But really, um, really,
1: um, really wise and uh, uh, pretty humble, yeah. humble spirited guy, and you know, he's a great preacher. and And he runs a mission
0: agency called Baptist World Missions. So, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, got it. I understand that now. Um, I, you know, we're talking about communication here. We're kind of boiling it down to, um, you know, how God, how God communicates to us. And recently I I've had people ask questions, you know, or or uh, point out some things about um angels. And uh really angels are what are angels? Um angels are, are are a a tool that well God uses angels right uh to to get messages to his people. We see that in the Old Testament. Um And so really what cuz I've heard, you know, you know, people pass away and and uh, you know they become an angel, and it's like I don't know if that's not really you no. know you wouldn't really find that in the Is Bible. That correct? No, no. Yeah, and and you know and you wouldn't really want that because honestly, if you if you're a, you know a born again Christian, when you die you go to heaven. You you are in heaven as the holding place until Christ returns, and then we we have we'll be given our new glorified bodies. Right. And um and you know we're told in First Corinthians, um. You know, it says, know ye not that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this, to this life? Uh, so it's not, I, I mean, if, if you want to believe that people turn into angels, I mean, we're going to be judging them yeah. according to what Paul, Paul says here.
1: It's a misunderstanding. Yes.
0: But I
1: think the misunderstanding comes in the fact that the truth part, a, a falsehood always comes with a little truth. Mm-hmm. And the truth is that we'll be changed. Yes. The Bible makes that and very clear. And it does clear. say
0: that we will be like angels. Right. But it doesn't say that we'll, we will become angels. Um, right. We will be given a glorified body. It'll be... Right. Um, right. It, basically, it, it'll be something even better. But, yeah, don't get caught up that... Right. Uh, so I, what I did was I kind of looked up and, and uh, you know, I wanted to find some biblical definition of what, you know, angels really are. Um, looking it up, angels are spirits created to do the work of the Lord. The Bible says their nature is one of spirit, you can find that in Hebrews 1. I think that might be how we're
1: like angels when we have glorified yeah. bodies, even though we will have physical
0: bodies, but there's some similarities there. Yes, um, an interesting word here. The Hebrew word translated angel is melech. I think I don't—I didn't take Hebrew, so <laughs> I well, took Greek. Well, don't but, look at me. I don't know that one either. <laughs> um, we're going with Melek or Malek. You know, I bet you anything someone's listening, it's like, it's Malek, you know. <laughs> right. But, uh, um. Why can't these guys get it together? <laughs> Come on. All right. it, this term is used 103 times in the Old Testament. It simply means messenger. It refers to one who brings a message in the place of another person. Uh, the term is mainly used of heavenly messengers— Um, let's see, used of humans in Old Testament. Let's see, um, the Greek word angelos, translated angel, likewise means messenger. It has the idea of someone, uh, this is in the New Testament, by the way, um, it has the idea of someone who speaks or acts in the place of one who sent him. It is used 175 times in the New Testament. The great majority of the time, it refers to heavenly messengers, um, so, yes, uh, angels are created beings. So, as in, they were created at one point. Yeah. They're not continually cr- created throughout life. Um, they were created at one point. They have, they have not existed eternally, so they didn't exist alongside God for eternity. They were created um, through the Genesis creation account. Though the Genesis creation account does not record the creation of angels, we know from other passages that they were directly made by the power of God. Right. Um, And they're not by
1: by that you mean they're not they're not um, they're not uh, there's not new angels being born or something at this time. There's just a finite number. Uh, That's all the angels there are, and there aren't going to be any more.
0: Yes, that's correct. And um, they they are dependent creatures Uh, because the angels have been created. They are dependent creatures. They need God to exist, like humanity. They have no independent existence apart from God. God is the only being who is, by nature, self-existent. He needs nothing else to exist. Um, yeah, Paul wrote in Galatians four eight, Formally, when you did not know God, you were enslaved to beings that by nature are not God. Uh, so, yes. Um, it said that right now they are created above humans. The Bible teaches that angels are a distinct creatures. Are distinct created order above humanity. Speaking of humans, the Bible says um, in Hebrews two verse seven, "You have made them for a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned them with glory and honor." So, if you remember Christ being born, He was being born lower, lower than angels um, into humanity. You know, yeah. so in His humanity, yeah. yes, yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, let's see here. They're not subject to natural law. Therefore, angels as spirit creatures are not limited to physical or natural conditions. They're not subject to the laws of nature. Angels can pass back and forth from the spiritual realm to the natu- natural realm. Right, which you see in the Old Testament. Yes. Um, especially in Spe- the Old Testament. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you got Lot, with the story with Lot and sure. the angels coming to, yeah, and Lot, and he, Lot even, trying to find, hide them. Yeah, there. and even in
1: the New Testament with uh, the, the angels at Jesus' birth as well. You see them in the... Physical yes. world as well.
0: Um, yes, there was arm, There's armies of angels. You know, I, I always think of when I think of angels, you think of Christ um, as he's being crucified, who at any moment could have called, right? You know, a legion the, of angels, a legion of angels, sure. to just wipe out everyone. He could have done that, but he didn't. Um, so it's another thing. It's like, so do you really think that you know when someone dies? They turn into an angel and they they come into this, yeah. you know, uh, being commanded by Christ like that. No, I it's it's they go to heaven, um, and waiting waiting for Christ's return. Right. Um, so the 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 Bible says they are countless. Um, I they do have a they do have a number, but we can't count it. It's, right. It, because the emphasis in the Bible is always, it's always Christ. It's not the angels because he doesn't want us to worship angels he wants us to worship him they're just messengers exactly of him exactly yeah. yes that's why it that's why people do want to worship the angels because they are trying to uh, represent god and sure. so you might think that oh that's a you know that's a god itself but it's not it's he's just a reflector almost yeah, yeah. he's the so yeah um they're immortal uh they're not subject to death. Uh, their immortality has been given to them by God, who himself is immortal. Um, if you think about it, death is a unique aspect to us because of the curse that was put on us, death. Uh, death was not part of the um, way God created things um, originally because he looked at all, it was all good. But because of our sin against God, he put the curse of death on us. And so that is why we experience death now, um, and, but know that, you know, I mean, you, you just need to know. It's it's almost like a mind-blowing thing. It's like death was not always part of God's plan. And yeah. God didn't create us um, to die. You know, he, he made us to glorify him. But, yeah, yeah. so. Uh,
1: yeah, de- uh, Ken Ham always talks about that. Like, you, I think you aired an answer in Genesis yeah. Yeah, yeah. earlier. And he always talks about death coming after sin and the flaw in the thinking that you can have something like, uh, evolution can be coordinated with the scripture. The reason it usually can't be coordinated with the scripture in, in the aspects of uh, from molecules to man, uh, we're talking about that, not survival of the fittest, but molecules to man evolution is because of this idea of death coming after sin.
0: Exactly. Yes.
1: And so that's a very important point yeah. theologically for yeah. the rest of our doctrines and scripture.
0: Yeah. That's why I always have to point out. You know, I grew up going to, um, you know, a school a school that you know you're, it's just drenched in like evolution. Sure. Um, you always so every and then even all the media you see, everyone just assumes evolution. You know. And, yeah. And so when you really take that take that step, like, well, actually, I believe everything in the Bible is true. And so what the problem that happens though is people try to tie the two together because they right. they don't want to leave their the childhood authority that they had, but they also want to respect God's authority so they try to tie the two together and it doesn't work out you know you get the things like well maybe God God I believe God exists and he allowed evolution to happen to bring about his creation and uh, that's where that's where the problem lies and I mean evolution can't exist with Christianity it's that you're it's like saying you know Adam and Eve came eventually you know from the molecule to uh, through apes to Adam and Eve but how did they get cursed with death if they were already dying to get to that point? Right. Yeah. Death would have had to occur because without death, there's
1: no exactly. evolution. Yeah. In in that theory, yeah. there's no evolution without death. Yeah. So it's very, very problematic, and it yeah. doesn't fit with Christianity, although it's a very popular myth it that is. they somehow coexist beautifully, and it's uh,
0: not biblical in the slightest. No, no and uh, yeah, so I, I just... I mean, it's sad because, you know, I, I've got a lot of friends who I grew up with. And, uh, you know, I don't want to lose them. <laughs> but, uh, um, sure. you know, it, I don't know if just me believing what I believe has, has had, they have different views of me now. And, uh, yeah. you know, obviously I, I care about them. And, yeah. um, you know, God calls us to uh, uh, love one another, you know. And so, so yeah, uh, I'm, I hope that we're able to bring some truth to your ears. Uh, this show, this Live Till 5 show on communication. And uh, we're starting to wind down here near the end of the end of the show. So uh, just real quick here. Yeah. Chris, what are you doing this weekend?
1: (laughs) Well, um, I think I'm studying for some uh, adult Bible fellowship teaching on Sunday. So I'm going to be doing Romans 5 or a piece of Romans 5 during the adult Bible fellowship. I hope I have a voice for that. I I was thinking about that earlier today. I'm going to have to rest up my voice tomorrow because if I'm going to do Romans five on Sunday morning, I better have some sort of voice. So, um, and then also I got a new camera lens, a new 35 to 80 millimeter lens for my camera. And I'm going to go out and test that out as well with, uh, with some photography. That's seems to be what I'm doing. Like every weekend, now but i've got a lot of photos to take since i'm taking one every day so i'm out a lot you know what i did last night is i took a picture of one of the new murals over in aganya by the uh, by the library in aganya yeah and uh it, it's it's really cool so i went out and took a night shot of that mural and uh actually was able to correspond with the guy who painted that mural cuz he's a local guy uh, on instagram oh. and uh so so he did, He does a lot of cool stuff, and he's done a lot of murals around Guam, which I think are really cool. They have uh, it's a mural of a um, of a carabao. Nice. So it's uh, it's great stuff. So yeah, I was gonna you know it's my weekend.
0: Plan on going outside at least tonight, but uh, a little rainy maybe. Yeah, it's a little rainy today. And, yeah, uh, dude. To, you know, go out with my fiance and um, you know, always trying to find things to do yeah. in Guam. So uh, yeah, that's that's life right now until we get married and uh and then we'll you know you'll do the same thing when you get even married more, yeah do it again but <laughs> even more stuff i'm yeah, sure yeah so i mean it's it's been great and yeah so we'll, we'll uh probably do more wedding planning this weekend and right uh, hopefully you know it's, it's been coming together all along and i don't doubt that it'll continue to come together um so yeah well everyone thank you for listening to live till five uh on communication and uh, ultimately how God communicates to us. So, thank you for listening. I'm your host Sebastian Basseldua, uh, and this is KHMG eighty-eight point one FM Harvest Family Radio. I'm on this
2: old teacher's
1: journey, I want Jesus to walk with me.